Well, another nice day in Saskatchewan, fairly mild. Driving conditions aren't bad, although we are hearing about reports of fog in parts of the province, so you might want to take that in consideration if you're on the highway. Also, we just heard Maidstone RCMP are telling motorists you can expect a delay on Highway 16. So right around Maidstone, there was a collision, a multi-semi-trailer collision, Highway 16 eastbound lanes in the junction with Highway 21. No serious injuries, thankfully, to hear about that. But uh, they're saying you can expect the highway to be closed for several hours. So it's a significant cleanup that has to happen. And, and they're reminding people that it is foggy in that neck of the woods. So it does affect visibility. There's going to be emergency personnel out on the highway as they try and clean up this collision. So thankfully, no serious injuries. But the RCMP are saying that Highway 16 right around Maidstone and that junction with Highway 21, you are going to want to avoid it if you can because things are slowed down there significantly. Well, it may be mild outside, but for some people this weekend in Saskatoon, you're going to feel the cold. It's the Polar Plunge. Special Olympics Polar Plunge, uh, a great fundraising event for Special Olympics, and it's been happening in Saskatchewan for quite a while. It's fairly new to the Saskatoon area. It's been, I think, happening in Regina, I want to say, for like eight or nine years. I had the ability, the the good fortune, I think it was 2018, to take the polar plunge. Every time, every time I hear that, it brings back, because that is actually a clip. You can find it, sadly, online. Some things never go away, no matter what. And uh, that was, uh, it was cold. I'll be honest. It was, it was a very cold day. Uh, 2017, actually, I think it was, uh, that I pounced into the water. <laughs> and, you know, I'll be honest. Evan Bray doesn't do very much gracefully. So it was, there was a lot of water displaced out of this big, you know, garbage container or whatever they were using that day lined with a pool liner for us to jump into. But the the whole notion is you're raising money for Special Olympics. The Polar Plunge is a great way to do that. The fact that Saskatoon has got it going on is, I think, a really good thing. In fact, it's coming up this weekend. And the Saskatoon Police Service, police generally are very good supporters of Special Olympics. That law enforcement torch run, of course, is about law enforcement and the support for Special Olympics. And in our province, we've got, I think, 1,200-plus Special Olympians that take part in sport. Um, It's such a good program. Staff Sergeant Joe Tatterin, who is with the Specialized Uniform Operation Division of the Saskatoon Police Service, is the champion this year within SPS for the Polar Plunge. And he joins me from his office within the Saskatoon Police Service. Joe, thanks so much for taking our call. That's absolutely no problem. Thanks. Evan. So you guys are really involved in this Special Olympics Polar Plunge that's coming up Saturday. Why is this important for Saskatoon Police? Uh, well, the Saskatoon Police Service members and uh, other law enforcement members from area law enforcement agencies have been raising funds for Special Olympics for several years. Uh, our... Uh, Go to fundraisers, uh, such as the world's longest, tr- largest truck convoy, uh, has had less success in the past. So we needed to bring a new signature event to the city. Uh, Regina has been having a polar plunge for several years and have se- has seen a lot of success. And since we already knew the steps or had access to people who could guide us through the steps of preparing, 
uh, that's the one that we chose to go with. So uh, this is the second year for the Polar Plunge in Saskatoon, and we're really excited to have it here. So uh, I can tell you firsthand, I've done the Polar Plunge in Regina. We, you know, I think it was my first year as chief of police. Of course, I got the phone call. Hey, it would sure be nice to have the new chief of police participate in the Polar Plunge. It It's such a great event. You are, are the champion within the Saskatoon Police Service, but you've had no problem getting people signed up this year, have you? This year has been a lot more active with the registrations. It's been fantastic. I think we've got, we've got well over 30 people registered now in Saskatoon, and that number is only going to, uh, to increase as we get close because, uh, of course, people are chicken at the beginning, and then finally they suck it up and sign the paper that says that they're going to do it. So I expect the registrations to be pretty hot this week. So so Saturday should be quite busy, I'm sure. Well, and so it's, it's happening Saturday at Cabela's, right in the parking lot? Yeah, on the north side of Cabela's, uh, you'll be able to visit us by parking anywhere in that area and walking over to the north side, hitting a little bit around the corner. Um, you'll be able to see us from Circle Drive as you're driving by, too, so give us a honk and a wave as you go. But uh, people who aren't jumping are more than welcome to stop by and, and take a look and then maybe get some guts to go next year. Well, you know, I can't help but think if I look at the weather forecast, we're actually looking for a pretty nice weekend, so it could have been worse. The, the, the water is going to be freezing cold, there's no doubt about it, but it could have been last weekend when we had extremely cold temperatures, so they might be getting away lucky. I think they are getting away lucky. Uh, last year was a bit ch- chillier. Uh, we've got the firefighters fill the bin for us the morning of. Uh, and by the time our chief last year jumped in, there was already a film of ice forming. So, um, yeah, I guess when you can see ice forming on the top, you know that the water's cold. Uh, so hopefully people aren't getting away too easily because this is a polar plunge. It's not a, a day in the park. So <laughs> so we're hoping for some at least some chilly water so that they have a little bit of a shock. And, and watching the people come out of the water and hearing the words that come out of their mouths when they when they regain air is uh, quite entertaining. Staff Sergeant Joe Tatterin is my guest from the Saskatoon Police Service. So as the, uh, the officer in charge of specialized uniform operations, tactical support unit is actually one that falls underneath you. And I understand a bunch from that unit are going to be jumping in on Saturday. Oh, that's what they tell me. Uh, I've been checking the registrations, and I don't see their names on there yet. So uh, uh, maybe they're getting wimpy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're going to back out. We we'll better get those uh, out for the rest of the week. <laughs> we got to get those SWAT guys uh, putting their money where their mouth is and signing up. Are the officers that jump in wearing? Are they? What are they wearing? Their uniforms, or or what? Have they got a plan? Uh, well, I know that some of the officers that have signed up and have done it in the past are prepared to wear their their uniforms. Of course, just the uniform, nothing else. Cause, yeah. um, what the the guys on uh, on the tactical support team have told me is that they're going to be wearing their tactical uniforms, um, and that the plan for them is to jump in at the end together. I guess I don't know. They're scared to go by themselves, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But they're all going to jump in together. Uh, I asked them to go last because if we have a whole bunch of people jumping in together, it's going to empty the tub and there won't be enough water in there for the next guy. So they're going last. So that'll be the, the grand finale, I guess. So there's a lot of people, the the members from Saskatoon Police that are doing this, they're coming literally from all areas of the department, correct? Yes. I, I've checked the registrations recently. I've got traffic officers involved, uh, alternate response officers involved, uh, patrol is a big, big contingent. Um, there's people from all over. I haven't seen any detectives yet, so uh, maybe I'll go up to the floors that they're on and uh, 
start questioning why. Or a couple of you, those executive members, get them out there. I didn't see any of their names yet either, but uh, hopefully this uh, this radio spot will maybe, uh, maybe encourage them. Well, you know, Acting Chief Dave Hay... I think it wouldn't kill him to jump into the cold water, but that's that's just me. So this is a fundraiser, Joe. Uh, we're trying to raise some money for Special Olympics. If people want to donate, I know your team has done a great job already of collecting cash. How can they do that? Where can they go to donate? Uh, you can visit SaskatchewanLETR.com slash polar-plunge. Uh, Saskatchewan Law Enforcement Torch Run, that's what the uh, LETR stands for. Uh, letr.com slash polar.plunge. There you can uh, sign up and register. You can donate to a particular officer or participant, if you like. Or there's uh, two chicken-to-plunge tickets available. Those are 50-50s that are getting sold, and the draw will be made after the plunge in Regina the following weekend. Good stuff. I love it. Uh, Before I let you go, if you had to pick one member of your SPS team who's going to be the biggest wimp about jumping in that cold water, any thoughts on who that might be? I don't really have any hesitation there. I think it's going to be Constable Cybrae that's the most afraid. (laughs) This, This was not set up at all. Staff Sergeant Joe. I was not Joe. encouraged to make that answer. No, no. <laughs> Staff Sergeant Joe Tatterin, thanks so much for your time. All right, thanks a lot, Evan. Bye bye. Polar plunge this weekend in Saskatoon. It's in the Cabela's parking lot, ten till two. You can go down and watch. You can donate if you'd like to. And uh, there's another website too. SKPolarPlunge.ca is another great way to get in. If you want to find, you can actually pick the team you want to sponsor and donate money that way. And, of course, it all goes to Special Olympics. So thanks to Staff Sergeant Joe Tatterin, who is the lead for the Saskatoon Police Service. In Regina, I know Frank Kovacs, Constable Frank Kovacs, has been doing a lot to try and get support, including twisting the arm of the retired chief of police to once again this year dive into that cold, icy water on February 3rd at Pac Piaco Plaza in Regina. That's the day the polar plunge is happening in the city of Regina. So a couple days to watch out for, and again, appreciate everyone that is taking the plunge for Special Olympics. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Blasted our way through another morning. They go by so quick. Thanks to the great conversation that we're able to have each and every day. And uh, that number, one eight seven seven three three two eight two five five, is the key to getting involved in the conversation like you did so many times this morning. We started off talking with Lisa Schick, who is the senior reporter for the radio station, who is covering the inquest that's happening right now regarding the James Smith cremation and Weldon murders that occurred on that fateful Sunday, September the 4th, uh, 2022. This inquest likely going to be the better part of three weeks, and Lisa Schick will be there for the entire time covering it for the radio station. And every morning we're able to check in with Lisa. She'll be back again tomorrow morning to let us know what happened during the day today. Then we dug into a conversation. We had a guest uh, joining me by the name of Ash Nureldin. And Ash is the owner of Mapnasium North Regina. This whole conversation was on basically, should we continue to move students through the grades regardless of whether or not they're actually passing from an academic standpoint? 
And then it got into a bit of, of, of discussion on math curriculum. And a lot of you weighed in on that and very much appreciated your thoughts on that. I, I've thrown it out there before. I feel like the, the notion of not holding people back and moving people regardless of their ability is not the way we should be going. I think we have to revisit how we look at it. Lots of you have weighed in to say you're absolutely wrong. Fair enough. There are studies that support both of our theories, but clearly complexity in the classroom, which has a whole bunch of things that weigh into it. This is just one of them, but complexity in the classroom is a problem. I don't think we've got anyone in the province that's disagreeing. We are disagreeing on how we're going to solve the problem, but the complexity in the classroom continues to be an issue. Then we dug into the the notion of harm reduction, and we talked about the fact that recently the province has made some decisions to step away from harm reduction efforts that they were at one time funding. It has a lot of people stepping up saying this is absolutely the wrong way to go. And we had Daniel Hearn and Donna Gilchrist join us. They are the hosts of Hard Knocks Talks podcast, Drug Policy Advocates, talking about why they think this is a step in the wrong direction. Also, Dr. Kapage joined us. Remember, Simon Kapage, the medical health officer with the Saskatchewan Health Authority, talking about the fact that we actually have measles in our province right now, which is concerning. Also, the uh, Group A strep strain that is being found in parts of Canada and has made an appearance in our province as well. So some good tips we could do there to to keep ourselves and our children safe and free of, of trying to navigate some of those challenges. And I love the chat with Lee Soretsky, one of four that own that incredible airplane that's made into an ice fishing shack it's out on last mountain lake you can see the pictures online i think they're on facebook um pretty cool project and definitely has people talking out at the lake anyway when you see people ice fishing from an airplane well tomorrow we have already got a great show planned for you i'm looking forward to it on monday just yesterday we talked on the round table of justice about a recent report that talked about the number of police shootings that have happened in Canada. A University of Alberta professor by the name of Tematope Oriola was one of the authors of this study. He has some serious concerns about the number of police shootings that are happening in Canada. He wasn't able to join us on Monday. He was in the midst of travel, actually, from out of country. He is back in Canada, and he will join us tomorrow morning. And so we'll dig into this. He has some concerns about the number of times police are using lethal force when they're trying to handle a situation. It'll be important to hear his side of it. And uh, I'm hoping between between my background and, and his study work that he's done, I've been on, on different uh, panels with, with uh, Dr. Oriola before, so he and I are familiar to one another. It should be a good conversation tomorrow morning. Oh, and by the way, Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener every Wednesday, your opportunity to prove that it's you. Coming up tomorrow morning on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.